0: Welcome back to Barely D&D, a sort of Dungeons and Dragons podcast. My name's Jackie Butler, and I play Green Greenbottle in the Accidental Adventures campaign. Real quick, I want to give a shout out to one of our awesome patrons, Jonathan. And if you'd like to join our Patreon, we'd love to have you. We have a lot of behind the scenes stuff and breakdowns of our episodes there. Before we get into today's episode, episode 48, The Little Things, let me recap episode 47, The Lesser Evil for you guys. Return to the island of Alabon, the fun guys headed towards the Brass Chalice and Themnen with their revelations of the cultish kingdom of Kuatoa below the island's southwest coast. Thorough debate ensued in this course as each of the party members realized that they had a complex series of moral responsibilities and needs to balance with the disclosure of this information. After thorough debate, the Company of Adventure chose to divulge the information and trust that they were protecting the most innocent lives as possible in the hands of someone who would likely find answers either way. For the third time in as many days, the fungi entered the Brass Chalice as more experienced sellswords, delivering their message to Theminen with confidence and charisma, even earning Themnon's respect with their ethic of task and authenticity of delivery. The fun guys left the brass chalice in Alaban itself behind, setting sail for the land of Narskina and the kingdom of Telethonam to complete Lady Bella Andre's delivery and possibly receive the reward of land. A long sailing venture of 10 days past, much as their trip to Home Cove had, minus the life-changing revelations and chicken pirate attacks. Time spent with close conversations, developed sailing skills, and an ever-closer party of adventurers. The fun guys have arrived now at Narskina's southern beaches with an unknown sailing vessel hailing them as it sails in their direction. And with that, let's get into it.
1: Hey there, welcome back to Barely D&D. This is a Sword of Dungeons & Dragons podcast with Sword of Dungeons & Dragons players and sort of a DM. No, he's actually a super duper DM, but <laughs> okay, we are, uh, we're bringing episode two energy to episode one. I know you don't know what that means because you get just one episode every week, but we record twice every other week. It's true. And uh, Episode it- two is always a little zesty. We just kind of have to put everything out there as we're just getting tired. You know, we, we have long, long got to bring that, yeah. and that, the da, the that world one, That's right. The is
2: our table and oh. all of it is on it.
1: Amen. <laughs> what? You that's should be an inspirational true. I am an inspirational What did that mean? <laughs> just to the people around you, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. a bard feature. Really? Oh, and a feet. I have two of those. And a spell. Wait, what's a
2: bard? Do you guys anyway. think that there's more hands in the world or more feet? In the world, human, to be specific.
1: Okay. In, in I mean, the real I mean, world, just, or just in real quick, Al- real fast. What in the actual heck?
2: <laughs> you, know, like, you know, like the doors versus.
1: Yeah, but the, but do you see the difference in, in those questions in the one you asked? Also, it's definitely hands. Anyway. <laughs> you can survive without hands, but you can't survive. Yes, oh, you can. That was slanted. What? what in the ableist heck, Landon? <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Please forgive me.
2: You can do anything.
1: You can do anything. For the love of all that is good, do not edit that out. No, no, we're editing that out. <laughs> no, Melanie, <laughs> <laughs> leave it in. I just was talking about content, and I just like said some ableist crap. We're <laughs> not <laughs> going to... <laughs> yeah, but you repented, and people need to know what grace looks like. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the, My we'll, name is we'll Grace. I look.
0: I have green and purple hair.
1: <laughs> what? what? Anyway, I mean, guys, <laughs> welcome to episode forty-eight, the little things for Let's the takers. Let's see if it's actually going to. Call the little things. There's like a fifty-fifty shot. If, yeah. Every oh. single time. Every <laughs> single time I name an episode, it's always <laughs> like, well, but is it though? Um, Because then halfway through, someone's like, I'm going to set my leg on fire. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I have to redo that name. I guess we're going to answer if there's more hands or legs <laughs> in the world. We're See, now we can't take it out. We're going to
0: learn and we're going to balance it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you said, if I can't know, then I'll decide.
0: Guys. <laughs> Guys. What? Guys. What I interrupt <laughs> your jokes for this important announcement. We
1: get Noble to decide.
0: Today <laughs> is 11.00. Plus eleven equals twenty two. It's also Veterans Day. Well, yes, that too. Thank you to our vet veterans.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out
2: to veterans and to cool numbers. <laughs> it's like lucky or something.
1: I think we should have a question here. Do we yeah, do we have do the letter have question? I am desperately trying to grasp at one from the pits of my mind because Melly's not here. Mm, Let's all have no, I I one. You have one. one? I oh, have one. Okay. Oh, oh, wait, oh, did you want to go, check? Rob, paper, scissors for it no, right now. No, you do it. Or just... We could boulder parchment shears. Boulder parchment shears. No, you're fine. Okay. Go for it. Um, If each of your characters mm-hmm. were to DM a campaign, what would oh. the like tone of that campaign be? Or a module? Either one. So the character's DM. Yeah, if the character were to DM. Also, who's the DM NPC? Uh, like, some meta. random dude? You want me to write some random dude right now? Like, Harold is the what? DM NPC. <laughs> 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 Ooh,
0: um uh tello. no no Tesha. no Nom. Tasha. A, yeah
1: yeah okay uh-huh. <laughs> so are we answering is that good? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> greta what's your campaign about um you know i think greta's can't cause i think greta would sit down to dm a campaign and she'd be like oh this is make-believe this isn't real so she would make it just the uh, it would be like so dark and so she'd use it as like an outlet for all of her like like, she'd use it, like, as an outlet for all the sad things in her mind. And she'd be like, oh, it's, like, it's not me. It's, like, this thing that I made up. But it'd be totally transparent what's I, going on. You know what I mean? I could see Tessa
0: Greta be being the <laughs> same kind of DM that tiny Tina.
1: <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. So what I'm hearing is that Greta is, like, a problematic DM. <laughs> I'm just, just like joking. Really I was just sad.
2: Joking. Yeah. It'd be sad. So, so she's, like uh, ours, it <laughs> it would be like it would be like an outlet for all of her bad emotions kidding. because it's so like she would, imaginary and not real and she nobody would knows what's going on. Curse
1: of Strahd, but if uh, everyone small, she'd make the vampires like you know do a little jig. Ooh, Curse of Strahd would be fun. Boss? Uh Boz would only do modules strictly by the book. <laughs> he would, and um, I can see that. Most of it's because he just likes collecting things. I feel like Like if he had the <laughs> ability just to collect books, he would love it. So he'd be like, "Oh, cool, a new modules being printed." Which module? Um. <laughs> I think that he would love to do, um, oh, that's a great question. I haven't even played a whole lot of modules myself. Um, not Saltmarsh. Ooh, he would love, what's the one with the carnival that just came out recently? Oh, yeah, know. yeah.
2: Fit, nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you guys ever played Fit, <laughs> 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 uh, it's the, the one with the Fay carnival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. carnival. Yeah. I mean, I know what you're. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, something, something, Candlelight? No. Yeah. Hay- no, that's the, that's the school, the wizard's school. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we did good. We did good. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. That was he a would a good do that. attempt. What would Rose' campaign what? be like? Oh, oh uh, you DM, already said Tiny DM, Tina. DMNPC.
0: No, I didn't say Rose would. I, I said, you said Greta's Tiny was. Is.
1: No, I said oh, Greta reminds okay, me of what okay. Tiny Tina would be. What's Rose?
0: Um, so I honestly think Rose, um, uh, campaign would be, or the one that you would want to do would be the one shot that we played on Halloween, but oh, it heck, would be yeah. in the favor. Of uh, and this is a little bit of a spoiler if you haven't listened to our one shot but it would be it would be on the other side it would be in the favor of the of the ogres
1: yeah and the, goblins. it's that one but all the Kefkins die
0: yeah because she would <laughs> They're not doing the world she, a
1: favor honestly
0: and I think <laughs> I think she would I think she would um be a dm that like she doesn't really follow any rules like if someone rolls mm. something and it doesn't go the way she wants it to huh. she's just like yeah I give you inspiration roll again like she just kind of makes up everything as she goes because she wants it to end up in the way that she planned it or else she'll have like a meltdown so <gasps> that would be rose <laughs> oh, interesting
1: <laughs> railroad the session i said railroad weird um, what railroad. was my dm npc Wait, what about tasha, tasha? what would tesha do um Oh, I just understood what you were asking. <laughs> I thought you were saying that if we had a DMNPC in our oh, campaign, what would they be? Oh my god! And I was like, why do why why do you so this we whole to time you we're weren't at. answering the question? I was like, uh, his name's Harold, I guess. He's my DMNPC, <laughs> and now I realized I was so you were asking your who you were asking. <laughs>
3: oh
1: man, um, I think I think Tesha, um, You know what? I think Tesha would do like a homebrew campaign, and I think there wouldn't be any enemies. Like I think it would just be like play around in the world. Like I don't think there would like there'd be no there'd be no battle. Yeah. No no
3: combat. (laughs) Sandbox
1: mode activated. (laughs) Just sandbox.
2: Tesha reminds me of a professor that I have.
1: That must be a good professor. Tesha reminds me of a turtle that I saw one time outside in my front yard.
2: (laughs) Tesha reminds me of a turtle that's teaching my class.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, welcome everybody to episode forty-eight. The little things, maybe. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> but for the question, question markers, mark? it's episode 48, the little things. Um, the date. What time Please. is it? Sorry? What time is it? Jackie wants to know.
0: I didn't ask that.
3: Let
1: me give my basic details. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What time is it?
2: Jackie wants to know. You respect my
1: boundaries, <laughs> Landon and so- Barnaby Williams. You're right. I'm sorry. What's your middle name again? Barnaby, actually. Timothy. No, what is it? it's Timothy. Timothy. It's Timothy. That's right. <laughs> it's, Barnaby. Okay. Um, Timothy.
3: <laughs> it's Barnaby. It's Barnaby. You're one
1: step closer to knowing all of Landon's legal information, listener. <laughs> <laughs> um, Every <date>. week, I'm <laughs> dropping one digit of my social. Get ready <laughs> up. and buy you know is. Six. <laughs> 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 They're out of order, though, so solve the puzzle. Um, it's a level 7 adventure, and the date is 3488. Police butter. <laughs> 17. Let me know when you're done. What was the up? month? It's the same be as be last time. Y'all can them How Wait, long was the, the trip? Why would 17? the month have changed?
0: Did you say it's 17? That's what they do. Or yeah, 17.
1: <laughs> yeah, 17. Yeah, 17, because it was a 10-day journey. Uh, Boz stands up and is like, oh, my back. It makes like an old man noise, even though it's not Why is he an old man? Because I make that noise, and I'm not an old I man. I thought
0: that was Greta.
1: <laughs> this is like, so. Greta is oh, the also, old Also, important man. note, Micah's not here today, Listener. Um, oh yeah if you
0: haven't not heard her <laughs> that's
1: yes. why she's, I mean she's I think we can all agree she would quiet at this point so much she's here. actually on critical role this week which is yeah, why she, she's right. being yeah. featured with Matt Mercer that's so. right yeah we all applied and he oh, yeah. said no to us but she just wanted Craig, in they want a the Craig big Mike actually. walked in and Matt Mercer bowed <laughs> his head and left S- forever submitted on his I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> he bowed down on his you're DMing the big Mike is <laughs> off conquering all the other campaigns um and so uh, Craig is just going to be really quiet this week and might make a couple of fart jokes, and that's going to be the main deal with yeah. Craig. Um,
2: but... I hope we don't canonize something awful, like him snoring.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> So like now every time he farts, we have to make a Constitution saving throw. Micah but, comes back, and Craig has slowly become like a chaotic, like demigod. Like, all of his bodily functions like inflict inflict pain on the people he cares about. He has a spell called M mm, Raccoon.
3: Where is he? He's gone. Sir, where are you?
1: He's in my car from the live show.
0: That's Why so is he still in your car? To explain
1: what all that audio was, <laughs> listener, we just looked to the spot where the mm, raccoon painting should be and it's not here. So. My heart mm. is empty. <laughs> raccoon.
0: Mm. Wait, you can we put a picture of mm, raccoon up on Patreon? <laughs> First of or,
1: all, or the we website? Should, we should put an mm, raccoon picture on Patreon. <laughs> Second of all, every single live show we ever played, the one combining rule needs to be that the mm, raccoon painting is there. Yeah, amen. I love yes, amen. It has to be. <laughs> I want a raccoon familiar. That's what Bob wants. <laughs> Oh my honestly, God! At this Please. point, Craig is just not using his Faber's class ring so someone else yeah, i won. So bad! I, I gave so him the bad. dopest item, and Michael is just like, "Oh, I have it." Well, honestly, yeah. what you could say is that he's just respecting Faber's wishes because he likes being in the. That's true. While. He, he true. doesn't like coming That's out, true. so he's just being a nice dude. Faber probably loves him right now. He's like, "This guy's actually pretty nice." Like, I haven't <laughs> seen him in like a month. <laughs> Faber's just counting on the days, and he's like, "Great, <laughs> it's, it's been twelve <laughs> days." <laughs> um, but to actually get to the session, yeah, yeah, let's play the game. I want to roll dice. I want to kill something and roll dice. Shut up, damn bye. Um actually hold on. Which which one's more appropriate? Actually, Let's real quick, can we also that? say a thank you for Zachary for doing all the work of prepping the sessions and making this wonderful land that we explore and play in? <laughs> yeah.
3: Thank you. I, was just so unexpectedly sweet. I know we like
1: joke and interrupt you, but thank you. Genuinely. Thank you, Ann. That was unexpectedly sweet. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's easy for players who get this excited about everything. But yes, I like that one. Let's go with volume right about there. Perfect Okay, so you guys, on, uh, you guys are on you guys are on the poor bet. And you have finally arrived at Narskana. Yay! Um, sailing northward from Alabon. It's been ten days of sailing. Beautiful um, sailing filled weather with. <laughs> beautiful sailing. Filled with conversations and activities and practice skills. And also, like I talked about, um, retroactive role play. So we're gonna keep that within reason, but at any point if there's something like like you guys are like, Hey, I wanted to have a conversation there or um, I wanted, or like we wanted to plan Dolgoth's murder, like that can have happened in those 10 days. Um, cause there was a lot of time on the ship, but, um, so you guys, you, the poor bet is, yes? No, go ahead. Okay. The poor bet is sailing northward toward Narskina. There's, um, white sand beaches up ahead of you, deep navy blue all around you, um, and, uh, oh, wait, hold on, I have a type description here.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Zagreeper and
1: crew can see Telthanam's soft white sand beaches and rolling dunes of vibrant green grasses in the near horizon, a topaz sky with fleets of fluffy, cool clouds sailing in the distance. And over the near coast, uh, great shadows creep through the pleasant morning air as clouds momentarily occlude the sun's growing warmth. And a gentle breeze carries a mixed sense of sea salt and some faintly relaxing mix of blooming grasses from beyond the dunes ahead. So it's just like this really peaceful, idyllic scene. Um, there's these rolling dunes that come up off of the beach, maybe a couple hundred feet back. It's, an, it's a short beach, but very like pale white sands. And um, there's deep navy ocean <laughs> off of it. And you guys are maybe like four or 500 feet out from the beach. Any other vessel would be like really starting to tempt how deep they can get. Like the one coming near you is must is probably like uh, flirting with it, but the poor Beth's just fine. Um, Romance. Uh <laughs> <bloody>. but importantly you <laughs> ship? Scene, um, <laughs> oh, oh, I hate this. I'm going to TikTok about that. Stop. Um, to the poor <laughs> bet's immediate left, uh, drifting inward on a northwestern wind with her great gray sails pushed abroad by the mid-morning breeze, a splendorous sailing ship is headed y'all's way, um, making its way toward the fungi and your crew. Maybe it's like, mm, you know, four or five hundred feet out from you guys now, uh, but moving at a fair speed. Uh, the ship dwarfs the Porbet. Uh her sails reaching upward in the sky at almost forty feet high. Yeah, you know, that's up at their apical tip, but it's huge. Uh, and nearly as much in width, all supported by a hull as wo- as wide as the Porbet is long and more than five times its length. So you've got the like puny little Porbet, and this thing's like like eighty feet long, maybe longer. This is a really large sailing craft. Um, more than 100 feet of chestnut gray cedar wood resist the persisting lapping of the Skilianazga, well-finished and well-blended with the ship's three masts and broad sails from which a web of different riggings hang well-secured and organized. And all um, hanging from, like sort of like a small dots in the distance that you can see at this point, there are crew members of this ship and this vessel, whatever they are, Um, pulling up and down on the rigging and hanging from it, all of them getting a look at both just a ship, that's an interesting detail, and also y'all's ship, because that's an interesting (laughs) detail. Poor Mm -hmm. bet's not a common experience. Um, Atop the highest mast, sprouting for the crow's nest and dancing proudly in the wind, a flag snaps to and fro with a symbol, which is likewise emblazoned upon the ship's central sail. And the flag is just... in the wind. And uh, there is a symbol on the flag and also on the front sail, very large and broad. A navy blue bra- background stands boldly behind a broad bone white circle, itself made of two intertwining lines that weave around each other to form a symmetrical shape. So there's basically just like um, like uh, interlacing lines going around in a circle that just make a big circle, right? Just interweaving lines back and forth. So Ooh. navy blue, central mast and flag, intertwining lines in a circle. Um, below the central image, A simple depiction of two olive branches, growing outward from each other, below the lowest point of the large circle, forms a sort of cradling U-shape, like an abstract representation of a 2D bowl holding a large sphere. So just in very simple terms, you have interlacing lines making a circle, and then like a bowl of two olive branches holding it. And that's on the mainsail, huge, maybe 20 feet wide. And that's also on the the central flag at the top. Um, Any of you all may make a history check to try and know what this flag is relating to. Me. Well, I actually had a question. I will. <clears throat> yeah. is, this an, is this something that I... First of all, what's the name of the lady who took off the tattoo for me? Lady Bella Andra. Bella Andra. Is this an, a symbol that I would have seen in that upper chamber of hers? Hmm. Make a retroactive perception check. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't I mind got- I I
0: got a 17.
1: Okay. I got a 13. I
0: got a 19.
1: I just realized that I wrote Jackie instead of Roe on the sheet for some reason.
0: <laughs> eh, the same thing. <laughs> uh, so
1: what did you say, Boz? I got a 13. Okay. Uh, Greta?
0: 19.
1: Oh, my goodness. Okay. Let's um, go. Boz, you don't recognize this. Okay. Um, not only do you not remember this from Bella Andra's uh, tower, um, you also don't remember... You're not familiar with the symbol, personally. Um amazingly i really thought i made the dc high enough um both (laughs) roe and greta um you all are familiar with this uh flag now that's not actually without the bounds of reasons so um this as 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 individuals who have moved throughout the earth and bloom especially you uh roe quite a bit but um greta it's less a product of your throw time in the earth and bloom though you sailed through it um months uh, a month almost two months ago on the tomorrow's memory um but also because you just incessantly ask questions about everything you've seen. Um, Both (laughs) of you all know that this flag belongs to the Dowlin Trading Company. So that is the D-O-U-L-I-N, Dowlin Trading Company. Itself a member of the Kalabak Traders Guild. And you all are familiar with that the uh, Kalabak Traders Guild is the organization um, that is made up of about 30 large companies Um, that sort of have, like, uh, a communal controlling economic interest in um, the regulations, and, uh, like, they uh, negotiate tariffs and discuss... Um, trading deals and bonds with like local governments and uh, kingdoms. And basically, they are like a lobbying group on the behalf of capital interest all across the Skilianazga and the Kalabak. The Skilianazga being the ocean, the earth, and bloom that you all are familiar with. And the Kalabak being the ocean from which you all have came, uh, come around Unsen and uh, the lands in between Zilium and, and Unsen. Also, listener, if you're like, where are all these places? What do they mean? It's on the website, bailydnd.com. We have a section called Maps. You can see the world map.
2: Along with a picture
1: of um, raccoon. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> maybe. Um, and uh, actually <laughs> so like, I have to upload that. just <laughs> so like, Ah. Oh. Um, so, uh, because you rolled a 17 row, um, you are aware that the Dallin Trading Company is one of the larger um, sort of trading companies. Uh, you, I mean, you've probably seen one of these ships before, if not two or three. They're common. Um, they're just a really common trading interest. Um, and... Greta, for some reason, because you rolled a nineteen, <laughs> I have to tell you more. Um, so the the Dowlin Trading Company frequents the Skillionazga and the Kalabok, up and down. Um, and because you got a nineteen, you know who the two controlling interests in the company are, who owns it. Ah! Um, so it's probably a conversation you got into with um, like a, a business person tell on Tomorrow's memory as you. Sure, yeah. Maybe you ask Tello at some point. Um, it is controlled by Manoch Holdings. So I'll give you a second to jot that down. M-A-N-O-C-H Holdings. As well as the Averadales family. A-V-E-R-A-D-A-L-E-S. Averadales family. I didn't know I was going to lore dump like this at the beginning. I did I did not think you guys were going to do this well on this check. Lore dump. Silly, lore Zach. Lore
0: dump.
2: Lore um, dump.
1: I actually rolled a 32 on my history percent. <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> for those two families, or... Well, so... Hold Do they... So they, like, are...
1: Why don't you run an associated history check for me to try and know a little bit more about those?
2: So they, like, control...
1: They are the they are the majority owners of this company.
2: Okay, the the majority of owners of Dallin Trading Company? Most
1: right? of the organizations within the Callback Traders Guild are um, publicly traded and owned. You can buy okay. stock? Do you keep yes, track stocks. of a public market of stock, like how it goes up and down? And I mean, not no. super detailed, but I have a document here with every single organization in the Callback Traders Guild, their majority interests, and if it shifts at any point, I'll take note of it.
3: Dang. I should
1: sleep more, but that's fine. Zach,
3: are
0: you
1: okay? <laughs> are you all right? Just checking. Just checking.
0: Blink twice if you
1: need help. You know how like, in, in, sorry, I would let you say, give the real two check, but you know Parks and Rec when it's like, what a depressed person makes this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like five seconds of a stop motion video. I recently had to go into my laptop's audio, or uh, files, and delete all of my temporary downloads because I had so many world documents. That it was taking up part of my like laptop's hard drive. Wow. I also, Landon, inspiration. That was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, at, uh, Greta, what'd you get?
2: 27.
1: <laughs> Zach just choked on his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's well, what were you going to call this? The little thing, Zachary? <laughs> this is now called the big thing. <laughs> do you need the Heimlich? Are you good? <laughs> if anyone's curious. The combination of coffee and whiskey is very painful in the sinuses. (laughs) We'll clear (laughs) you out, though. I'm sorry, It's fine. Uh, Give me a moment to compose myself. Wow. Um, Okay. I'm so awake right now. My sinuses are on fire. Um... (laughs) You know exactly who these families are <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Again, we're just going to chalk it all up to, you know, honestly, this just kind of fits in line for your character. Because Greta is constantly like just hounding everyone about everything she's ever learned. Yeah. Um, so first of all, the name Manoch rings a bell um, specifically because Sylvia Manok wrote um, Love Under the Mountain.
2: How did oh, that? No, I'm a little. I upset thought,
3: that sounded, that, didn't ring a bell. I thought
1: that sounded familiar. I thought that sounded familiar. As well as uh, A Tale of Two Ships. Now that one. Ooh. So it occurs to you ships can't flirt. I learned did, in that book. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever this author is, this Sylvia Monoc, she must be a very wealthy person or come from a very wealthy family. Is she on the boat? Uh, who knows? Um, I thought she was like really old. Who knows? um But this lady, uh whoever is writing these novels, is either the owner of or from a family of Monarch Holdings, which is a very wealthy. I mean, if you're if you're owning this company, uh, that's a big deal.
0: Do we know when A Tale of Two Ships was written? This is
1: it like copyrighted? No, no. This would be before this time. It doesn't date on the pages.
0: It doesn't no. like say written in the year. Blah blah
1: blah 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 no because zach hasn't thought of that that's um, a good point though
3: um,
0: i was gonna ask if Hiro could do a history check because and the, s- the Aberdale's see, like, family i'm
1: trying to get okay, through the information um... from the last two rolls, <laughs> and the Aberdale's family um is one of the um how many are there is it is it seven Is that how many are is that there? my eyes?
2: <laughs> how many are there uh, Harry Potter, anybody? Zach 37 presents? Scroll. Okay,
1: there's one, two, three, four, five. Uh, the Averdales are one of the five Telethian royal families. Oh. And with a 27, uh, you would know that the Averidales, um, they have an interesting position within... Man, I'm just... Lord, this is crazy. You guys are mm-hmm. insane, you know that? Um... Uh, the Averdales retain an interesting position among the other nobles of Tthaom. They are simultaneously some of the most public lo- publicly lauded, uh, renowned for their success in catalyzing international trade and supporting the economy through many shifting circumstances, as well as the most privately privately scorned of the nobility, largely for their apparently glad adoption of the economic consequences brought on by Kefkin rule. It's uh, not that bad, oh, you so guys they suck. Many, all I have to do is say, just <laughs> get in a sentence now, and you guys are like, boo, hits.
3: Ah! Uh,
1: many Telethian nobility often find themselves in the awkward position of needing the morally reprehensible favor of an Avradale when attempting to accomplish ambitious goals, whether by the letter of the law or more extra-legal means. So basically, of the five Telethian royal families, um, they're very involved in international trade and uh, open market um, uh, capitalism, and they're also known for being... A little like fingers in different pots. So basically, like they're respected, they're one of the royal families, but like in a really like, um, uh,
0: so they're
2: like Downton
1: Abbey way, they're probably whispered about behind doors. Oh,
0: so they're like, Do you watch Downton Abbey?
1: Heck yeah, are you joking me? You think I could have made Y'all Everyone without watching Downton Abbey? Please, (laughs) Jack. I have a question, yes, about Greta. (laughs) <laughs> is it is it fair to say that Greta might know these things not from just asking people about them but maybe like hag divination like her time in Vithleem? Oh, <laughs> I'm ch- <laughs> going over your spells on my mind. No, I don't think. But like, what about like the hag mothers that she was with? I'm just yeah. Okay. Were they the ones so we're that not, told her? We're not going to force Abby to divulge her backstory. I'm just saying. But also, I'm now in my mind just picturing like the hags like trying to work through serious magics, <laughs> and then Greta just being like, "Okay, yeah, but what about the trading organizations?" Yeah. And the hags are just like, "I'm trying to sacrifice something." And you're just like, "What are the what are we're, the names?" Greta's just them.
0: trying to be an insider trader, mm-hmm. inside trader, and like getting stocks and stuff no the hacks were like like, guys give me the lottery number the hacks
2: were like reading people's minds to like to like you know find out things to harm them and greta was like oh wow that's so interesting tell me more
1: (laughs) my cousin works there (laughs) i love their
3: books
1: (laughs) um so working my way all the way back to the original check after 30 minutes of recording (laughs) oh my goodness um you are also aware that um back to the information about the Dowlin Trading Company which is where I was supposed to be focused um, you are aware the Dowlin Trading Company specializes in general wholesale shipping for large scale production as well general as general se-
2: wholesale shipping for, for gen- large
1: scale production
2: so like that basically like
1: large boring. shipments of things why do they want to talk to us as well as a series of private ferries and deliveries for high end investors um, ho, ho, ho. they also have a large role in the distribution of Telethian wheat which is one of Telthanom's major exports and bread. agricultural products to other nations of the Earth and Bloom and the Kalabak. Zach, you can close it all that comes document. Oh, Boss is allergic to gluten, so we're not. <laughs> going
0: everything. You Do you really a want to exclude yourself from the
1: bread of this campaign? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a I crap. have eaten like four loaves yet, so everything comes back to bread um, and mushrooms. So. I'm going to continue with the description I had before. Um, From the precarious height of the incoming vessel's towering crow's nest, an individual made indistinct by the distance away is wildly waving a long white flag with a black line laterally bisecting its its triangular uh, shape. And I had other checks designed in here, but I'm just not going to do them because that was so much check right off the bat. So Spagoober's going to go, oh, the hailing parlay flag. And you guys are going to know what that's for. What does the hailing parlay flag
0: mean? Uh, They're hailing what? Part?
1: Can I make a check for that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just, I didn't make history checks. You. Make history checks. You mad, lad
0: I'm just asking what you were saying.
1: <laughs> I've rolled an eight and a five four times. I don't know what that means. But did you make a history check? What? Oh, am I supposed to? Yeah, if you want oh. to.
0: I got an 18.
1: I rolled a natural one.
0: <laughs> I got a. <laughs> I got, a I got a. I got a nine. Man, if
1: that doesn't sum we up know. Boz and Greta pretty well in their rolling histories. We know, like, the intimacies of, like, the merchant trading guilds and the royal families <laughs> and their dirty deeds. And it's like, a parlay flag? Who oh, knows? What is that? What is that? Um, Greta, with an 18, you are aware that a parlay flag is, um, specifically, this is a parlay flag parlay. frequently utilized by the Callback Traders Guild. And it simply <laughs> means to, you spent a lot of time in one of the ports asking sailors, like, an incessant amount of questions. Yeah. Um, the parley flag is simply waved <laughs> when um, one ship wants to talk to another under peaceful um, negotiations. Guys,
2: I think they want to talk to us under peaceful negotiations.
1: <laughs> and Shepiggy was going to say, yep, that's what that wow. means. <laughs> and he's, he's directing uh, Bilfri and Ploff, and they're <laughs> dropping what anchor. They to negotiate you know, I already with... knew that
2: because before, even before they uh, flied that flag, because did you know that uh, that kind the of leaf is actually
0: a peaceful leaf? A leaf? Yeah. What leaf? What, what are you talking, talking, about?
1: What, what are you talking on- about? Are you talking about
0: the olive branch? Yeah.
1: I don't think that's for the part. Well, that's flag. a different.
0: That's a different flag, Greta. There's two different flags. There. I know, but they both mean peace.
1: Okay. Craig goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does he fart? <laughs> no, <Yeah>. no, stop! <laughs> Cannon. Um, stop
0: making him fart everywhere. <laughs> uh,
1: as the unknown ship is so this this really large ship this gray vessel with its blue sails um and there's like white trim all over it growing closer it's cutting through the water and just growing closer and you can see that they're starting to turn um to their uh port side so to come even with you all and they're slowing their speed by quite by quite a bit um raising flags and and reducing the uh uh, incoming force from the wind and uh, we came with such high energy and then i was like trading information um and as they're getting near um they get maybe like 30 or 40 feet away from you all and they're much larger anchor <laughs> drops into the water and the whole ship begins to halt done very expertly and there's a litany of crew largely humanoid dwarven elven human halfling some other more diverse races but not a lot and um as they are coming closer um uh the fungi, the fungi are able to make out uh, two individuals standing, I mean, all of them, but among them, two individuals who stand out among a litany of other crew members from the edge of the ship's proud 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 <laughs> um, The first of them is a woman with a well-worn confidence in her tall stance, uh, long black hair streaked silver frames, uh, streaked silver frames her rounded, strong chin, which contrasts her suntan skin and keen monolid eyes, just meaning sort of like Asiatic eyes. Um, all of which gazes toward them, toward you all from under a broad tricorn hat. So like kind of like a sick sailing tricorn hat. Is she a pirate?
0: Um, I'm just kidding. Does
2: she you look can like assume if joke? she's
1: sailing for the Dallin Trading Company, probably. Does <laughs> she a
0: look
1: joke?
3: like
2: she's ever written a book?
1: The light shoulders of <laughs> her tan duster are trimmed with a navy material that matches her... I use navy a lot in this episode. Uh, that matches her billowing shirt in the sails behind her, and there's a calm command in her reaching gaze, and she grips the railing as one holds a helm with utter confidence. Next to her uh, stands a short and squat figure of a heavy-set dwarven man. Uh, and Craig's going to go, ah! <laughs> um, majestic mindchops. I'm probably doing my good design here. Majestic mutton chops dress his freckled face And a well-fitted eggshell shirt Is pinned down by black leather suspenders um, Careful eyes scan the crew The poor bet All of you all From around a rounded nose And all of this is made more imposing By the intensity of his tightly braided Like vibrant ginger hair mm-hmm. And the bronze clasp uh, that clamps his hair With what must be like a painful tension So Thanks. the ship has moved up next to you and um, standing at its prow is this woman and this individual next to him is sort of gripping the railing really hard. And then like, you know, 30 other crew members just sort of looking down at you all. Do they look
0: Do they look like they have a nice look on their face or a frustrated, like a mean look? Yeah, make it inside <laughs> No, that was a gnat <gasps> one. Gro oh. is just fiddling on her loot and does not pay attention apparently.
1: <laughs> Craig's toot from earlier reaches you and you, you're like <laughs> desperately trying to press and digitate it away. <laughs> Greta. Okay, so you like wave up a hand and wave, and um, <laughs> from up on the from up on the rigging, there's this like lanky human teenage girl, and she goes like and waves too, and then she notices none of her <laughs> compatriots are doing it, and she puts her mm-hmm. hand down, and she goes back to looking Aww. kind of imposing and confident. Um, and the uh, the human woman uh, with the tricorn hat and the like regal cloak, sort of like epically flapping in the wind a little bit, is um, she looks mm-hmm. down at you all and then she says, um, "Hell." and there's like a pause and Shpaguba goes Hail! And uh, <laughs> she goes Um, hello For what are you all sailing today? Which among you is your captain? Shpaguba just kind of like pushes out his chest and affixes his little captain's hat waves and goes I'm Captain Shpaguba And <laughs> there's like stifled laughs from the other ship and the Aww. dwarven fellow just sort of like puts his his thumbs are under his just susp- Suspenders and they slip out, just kind of looks confused at his captain. The woman, like, sort of takes a hard blink and just nods and takes it in stride. And she says, Um, Captain Speguber, um, what is the name of, of your vessel? To where are you sailing? Speguber goes, Um, oh, this is the Parbat It's the Parbeth. You hear him mutter. And he goes, Um, we're, we're headed in to uh Narskana to tell us an alm. If anyone else wants to hop in with the speaking, I'm what, are, what are session. you guys up to today? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, to. <laughs> uh, the woman sort of clears her throat. Unexpected. And everyone on the other ship is just drinking you guys in. And it occurs to you all that um, you look kind of different. First of all, you're in this bizarre tiny boat or uh, ship. Are we all. Also- Yeah, you're all on deck for the sake of it. Is
0: everyone, like, including Tello and and Nom? I mean,
1: not Nom, because Nom never comes up when there's people, but everybody else. Um, And it occurs to you all that, like, almost all of you are armed. One of you has a magical staff with, like, a (laughs) baseball-sized emerald on the top of it. It's quite Um, large. (laughs) You all, in many ways, do not look like the common crew. And um, the uh, woman standing up, she says, um, My name is Captain Zia. I am... The uh, captain of the Grey Blade. And Nice. <laughs> you say out loud. And uh like like three or four of the sailors on the other ship, like, not nah, I comfortable. Yeah, I thinks we're cool. <laughs> and uh, she continues and she says, um, I it struck us that your vessel looks rather abnormal. And um Are you all adventurers? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Spring we're just sort of like <laughs> sheds a tear and wipes away with pride <laughs> and um
2: he goes "It's a good
1: he goes, He's and um <laughs> captain's ear continues and she says um you all wouldn't happen to be the warriors of the well would you
3: <gasps>
1: no, no but we've heard of them they're pretty good Oh are you looking right. for them? and Do you can you tell like like five or six of the of the crewmates from the other ship were like leaning over anticipatedly and they all drop their shoulders and look disappointed. Do y'all need help with anything? She says, Oh no, but um well, strange ship. Um individuals with interesting armaments, we just sort of assumed that you must be magically endowed self swords of some sort. We are, we're the fun guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and
1: like someone Ro, from over Ro there ship...
0: row pressed the digitates like confetti
1: <laughs> do y'all want to see something and cool goes, and like three or four people from the other ship like look at each other confused and the um, the dwarven fellow with the ginger hair like stifles a laugh and his her, his captain sort of looks like gives him a look and he like retains it and um, you ask if someone wants to see something cool the woman, mm-hmm. captain's ear, looks a little perplexed, and like that teenage girl who's hanging from the, from the ring on the other side can't help herself, she goes, Yeah! Uh, no. <laughs> Does the captain say anything? She just... She just rolls her eyes and she says,
3: mm-hmm. Of
1: course. Fun guys. <laughs> <laughs> I want to cast Barrage Arcane. Okay! And, and- <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. But I don't want oh, to do see, something I, crazy. I just sure. want to do something I, like um, yeah, boss. Influence um, a mile of terrain around um, you. <laughs> okay, maybe. Oh, that that is a mile, isn't it? What's hmm. the What's the smaller one? It doesn't have to. Be. No, no. You can do whatever you want. It's just up to a mile. Okay. I want to. Oh, what's something cool from like my. Home I mean, it's land. Mars Arcane. You could do. It. Anything. I know, but I'm, I don't want it to be threatening or imposing. Like I don't want to make like a title. <laughs> what is really cool? <laughs> <Leviathan>. <laughs> <laughs> I want something cool. Leviathan. I want to make a um, fifty foot tall
0: dogoth. I Make uh, a bunch of bees fly around. No. <gasps> a swarm
1: of bees.
2: That's not. No. <laughs> no can, like I just, bees. can I just turn mm-hmm. everything
1: like turn like everything pink? Make like, everything look pink. Boss, what does it look like as you cast that spell with the uh, uh, crook of the Mad Prince? Um, uh, it like the roots anchor itself into the deck and then like the, the the crystal kind of like swirls a little bit with this like green mm. pinkish thing oh. and then like flashes and then, then like everything is pink for like okay. not long like 15 yeah, seconds. Sure, sure. So as the roots like outward there's like swirl of color and then a flash and all like half of the people on the other ship like get super excited like half of them step back and, and like concern, the clouds the sky and the... lean over and everything around you all for a mile sand plants uh, some of the clouds are low mm, I don't know if any of the clouds are low enough a mile? a mile's pretty, that would that would reach I'm trying to remember yeah. where clouds are in the stratosphere Kara, uh, forgive me um, <laughs> she's like an amateur meteorologist but like all the all the water around you, everything's just pink and <laughs> everyone like half the people on the other ship go Whoa! and like uh, the, the dwarven fellow just face palms himself and the <laughs> captain woman like kind of opens her eyes and looks amazed and you just burn the most powerful spell you have access to, <laughs> making everything big <pink. laughs> and then after 15 seconds everything goes back to normal. And like half the people on the other ship are cheering and shouting and <laughs> clapping.
0: I I like to think that Roe on the inside is thinking like, I love that these people don't know how dangerous we are. They just think that we're like weird performers. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, like um, we're just dorky
1: performers. <laughs> so Captain Zier <laughs> continues, she goes, Not Th- that was incredible. Thank um, you. We- we- <laughs> she's, just, she's so stunned at a loss for her. Thank attention. you. She says, um, well, we were just... um. Is it wrong to assume that you all uh, intend to avoid Kefkins? <laughs> that is an interesting question. Um, what do you mean, intend? And you guys are having to, like, shout a little bit because there's a little bit of distance. That's an interesting question, (laughs) ma'am. I shouldn't have said that.
0: (laughs) Uh, Do you just mean, do you just mean, um, we're not, no, we're not trying to engage in any, in any, with any Kefkins while we're here.
1: Yeah, we're a peaceful group. Just want to stick to ourselves. Have you, have you all been to Narskanen before? No. Well, anyone who is not a friend of the Kefkins tends to be a friend of the General Narskanen. Not rather fond of them around here, and uh, you can see like a number oh, of the crew are sort of. Then wide. that's
0: great in <laughs> role <laughs>
1: play. <laughs> oh, like cheers! Thumbs up. What is Craig doing? This is an important Craig question. Feel uh, <laughs> like he uh, definitely say, say something. In a chemo on a role play is uh, he's got his foot and he's just subtly trying to see if he can work his toes under one of the roots from the Crook of the Mad Prince and seeing if he can work <laughs> it back out of the deck. He's not getting in here with it. He's just really focused on that. Okay. Cool. Good. 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 Um, good. good, good, good and then he says actually my backstory um, (laughs) I'm divorced not yet almost (laughs) that's true what can I say that Micah hasn't Um, and uh, she continues and she says well it it struck us that you if you all are seltors even to the point of adventurers you're probably looking for a safe place to port and we just wanted you to know that to your far east um, there was Lanceforth and uh, that's a very large port full of trade, but there's a Kefkin military base there, a navy base. So if you all are avoiding interest of any kind, it's probably not for recommendation. Uh, And also to the uh, northwest, along the coast, probably three days sail, there's Westmore. Um, But there's often Kefkin port checks and tariffs there. So if you all are trying to avoid everything in your small vessel, you might weigh anchor just off the shore and just go up the sands. Um, About two or three miles north, there will be the Oba Highway. That will take you through a small town called Passage, and that highway can take you all the way to the capital of Telethenom. Thank you. Um That sounds grand. Yeah, that sounds really that sounds really great. Okay. Why are you telling us this? And she just shouts back and she says, Well, everyone's rather excited about the idea of adventurers. Okay. The Warriors of the Whale, well. their acclaim is rather spreading, and we were hoping that... She doesn't say splatting. <laughs> their acclaim is rather <laughs> spreading, and we were hoping that... um, I I understand. Right. I, wait, we could have, be you guys,
0: have you guys met the Warriors of the Whale?
1: <laughs> there's like scoffs from the other ship, and she says, no, no. Um, still shouting at a bit of a distance, and she says, "Um, but we were hoping that perhaps we would, but um, the, the fun guys seem wonderful too. If you well, meet if them, you, tell them we'd love do to meet them, too. Them.
0: Yeah, if you run into them, tell them that the fun guys um, are rooting for them.
1: And that we'd love yeah. to meet them if they can find us somehow. Yeah. Um, surely, <laughs> have you all heard anything of them? Only whispers and rumors, but we've heard uh, that they're really Yeah, we know great. a little
0: bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right.
2: We know that they're not super close with the Kefkins either.
1: <laughs> no one is. <laughs> Some people are. Um... Mm, there's like nods and disgruntled grunting from the other ship yeah she just says um a couple miles north over highway just take it north i thank you so much we we're extremely thankful all right um cheers see ya she waves and uh uh, a couple of crew members walk back and you can hear the sound of a large wench being and like after a while, the chain of their ship, the anchor starts going. After about five minutes of pulling, the anchor comes up and um, they uh, unfurl the sails and their ship continues on. And they're, they're, the gray blade just goes right on by you and sails Sick. off into the distance. I like them. I used up just about every single charge in my staff for that guy. So I hope it was worth it one day. Uh, you guys making another hundred uh, feet? So Boom! Roll initiative. Buzz uh, <laughs> goes to sleep real quick. <laughs> Buzz sleeps. Like, I think I'll take a long, long rest right up. now. It, it comes back at dawn, so uh, we'd have to sleep for twenty-four hours. Uh, so, um, what time is it? I told you, Zach. <laughs> I told <laughs> you. Yes, yes, no, but
0: I didn't want to ask until now. <laughs> it's like
1: eleven thirty a.m. And uh, Shpigiver okay. goes on. A um, great time. Wow, that was. <laughs> That was nice. They seem pretty good. I like Narska, though. I had a question, Spook, If we do what they say and go up north and just kind of dock off the sands, what's going to happen to the boat? Because it doesn't seem like a very good place that's to true. like just leave a boat at if we're going to go up to the capital. Yeah, I would probably need to stay here. Maybe Belvery and Ploff with me. But, um, I mean, that's fine. We don't need to resupply. We've got mean, plenty. I mean, something from crazy, what if you dropped us off in the sands and then you went to the uh, one of the towns she said and docked there where it might be safer cause... okay and then you guys could go from the capital to there when you're leaving yeah but didn't they
2: say that I mean
1: <clears throat> I mean there's terrorists but we can I'm sure that they're not going to be crazy I mean probably not
2: well does do Spagoober and the rest of the crew want to avoid Kevkins too or is it just us
1: they haven't done anything I don't care um Billfree and Ploff have interesting expressions Billfree Ploff, what do y'all think um, and Plof just sort of like sneers a lip and she says um, I, just, I just remember Plof's accent. She hasn't talked in a while and she goes um, I don't particularly want to go to Lansforth but we can go to Westmore if you prefer. Westmore is the one with the tariffs right? Not uh, the navy Lansforth, L- Lansforth is the Kevkin military base. Westmore is the tariff. But
2: there's still Kevkin <clears throat> presence there?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a port. And yeah, yeah. of There's going to be some.
2: What about you, Tello?
1: Um, Tello shrugs and he goes, I mean, I assume I'm going with you on. Okay. Yeah, you, you want me to depart, I can, but... That's no! Yeah. Let's be honest, you guys will be hopefully lost without me. <laughs> and he just does a stretch.
2: Like Or like,
1: what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, that's, Wait like, do have, they sound That familiar? is one ship in the world. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, <laughs> like being, that's like okay, being okay. do I know anything <laughs> about that sedan over there? <laughs> I
2: thought it I thought I, I thought it was like a situation like um, You know what? You
1: know like what? The change- no, <laughs> do you know I it was You know what, Abby? Stewards. You know what, Abby? What is your history modifier?
3: Eight.
1: If you roll a 28, you can know something about the gray blade.
2: Well, I, I just If you oh roll gosh. a
1: 28, you can know something about the I gray I just blade. didn't
2: know if it was like a Well, a history check. Oh, come on. I didn't know if it was like Oh my god. If she rolls a 20, I'm going to die. Okay. But I didn't know if it was like cuz I thought it might have been like a bigger Should organization. Have
1: no, it's just a shipping. Okay, well, no, it's <laughs> it's just a ship. How do I know what I have a
0: question. <laughs> it's okay. While we're debating Sorry, on where to something. go and
1: all, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: has anyone in, and I include Tello and Spaguber in this? Has anyone been here?
1: Um, is this something you're asking the group, or or like something you maybe like a convers like question you would have asked when yeah. they're sailing here? Yeah, yeah. Um, Tello has briefly visited um the capital. Uh, okay. And Shpigubur never been. Um, you know that Bilfri and, and uh, Ploff are from Narskana. Um, oh, that's right. This yeah, is yeah, yeah. their native country. They don't seem terribly happy about being back, but yeah. this is where they're from. Hmm. And uh, no, no one else of the crew has said anything. Of the like, I want to ask them why they okay. don't want to go to the one place. I mean, is that you can roleplay that? So, uh, and just for reference, mm-hmm. as this is happening, the poor bet has yeah. slowly resumed its speed and is moving its way into shore. But it can get really close okay. to the shoreline because it's so shallow in the water. Um, so you guys, you can be asking. Can we like, can we you.
0: like park on the beach?
1: <laughs> you could run that question by Spurgooper.
0: Okay, we gonna ask that in a second. I'll let, I'll let Boz talk. I, I want to ask, too. yeah,
1: Belfry and Ploff is like, so why do I want to go to that place y'all said? I forgot the name. Ploff sort of like narrows her eyes and sneers a lip and Billfrey just goes, it's no positive memories. Okay and he just uh, so sorry, puts a guys. finger up on his cheek and that scar that he has running down mm-hmm. his cheek he just kind of traces it oh okay it's not a fun place to be in Our we won't we won't go there then yeah. no, it's, I'm so it's sorry, sorry guys no it's, it's okay it's a fair question to ask but um, yeah it's not, not a fun place to be a half-orc um, let alone a homeless one so not hmm. particularly interested in going back duly noted all right. Um, I understand and uh, we can go to the other place instead. Or if y'all want to go... I don't know what we're doing. We're going to do We're going to do something. He's like helming so the ship and he goes, so should, should that map or... be gone to shore? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, go to shore and drop us off. Yeah. And then we'll meet you back at should the other place.
0: We, do you think we could like push... Could, could we like get the poor bet up onto like almost to the beach part?
1: We, we could, could but, that be... but that's very <laughs> hard to, to push us back off. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, never mind. Actually... This is the first time this is ever occurring to me. We don't have any dinghies on this ship. I can cast Water Walk. <gasps> Path, can we just actually, Actually, you know what? I used up all my staff points, can we just and swim? I don't have Water wait, Walk prepared, so I wait, cannot balls. cast Water Walk.
0: Wait, Balls, you and uh, haven't you guys been doing a lot of carpentry? Can you guys, like, make us a boat or something? <laughs> yeah, super is there any
1: more that we can cut off and, like, <laughs> yeah, form into right a dinghy? Now. Bill Free just looks at you and goes, No, bro. <laughs> I cannot just make a spare boat you know. I don't know anything about woodworking. I've if you been want, studying sailing. I can We can throw you in it, toss it over the edge, and see what happens. Oh, no. the it habit. No. Like, it sounds like we're going to have I'd to swim, rather, bro.
0: I'd rather just swim. Yeah. We can swim.
1: So Craig can't come because he can't swim.
0: I mean, actually, we, Craig, you guys That's
1: why Mike wait. is not here. <laughs> If Wait, you want to leave guys. Craig on the ship, you can. Can no, we no, put no, no, Craig no, no, in a no, 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 no.
0: Wait, you guys. I could do... You guys, you guys. I've been studying my mom's songbook for a little bit, and I could actually kind of...
1: How far away is the ship from the land? Um, Spagoober is, like you guys have made it close to the shore, and he's sort of like pulled to starboard, um, away from like sort of parallel with the beach, and he's got you pulled maybe like 100 feet away from the shore, because at some point it gets even narrow, even for the corvette with the sands.
0: Well I mean, well first of all, how deep is how deep is the water you, guys, you think? You've
1: seen a beach before. This is probably gonna be like you know, like well, not for you, for Boz, like chest high water. But um, for you this would probably be like a bit over your head. But you know
0: swimmable. So I mean, not but deep. like can can but what is Craig gonna do? Can he walk through it? Craig, can you walk through this or are you gonna have to swim? Craig goes, Huh?
1: What? Yeah. <laughs> That actually weirdly sounded a lot like what I Micah to say. Yeah, that, I tried.
0: D- d- yeah. Your mom.
1: <laughs> I so, I'm when you proud, Micah.
0: Wait, so is Craig... Guys, do you think Craig can, like, walk through this? With basic visual math. And, I mean,
1: you have a high intelligence score. You'd be able to okay. reason. He would have to swim. He can't swim. Yes. But he also Does doesn't need to mean- breathe, <laughs> so he's fine. Craig can be fine if we hold his hand oh, and you know. while we do can it. Can
0: we just put him on, like, a pallet and take him? Or I could... I yeah, think in and he some goes some magic. Okay,
1: where do you think you're getting this one?
0: <laughs> Were you joking no, you, about you the said, barrel? You just said a barrel. Like, no, we we need to have a barrel we have
1: things in them.
0: Okay. Okay, here's the deal, you guys. I can I can really extend some magic. I've been practicing this spell and I, I think I could could like basically kind of teleport in a way me and Craig over there. But it would take a lot out of me. Do we need to do that? Craig, IDM. do we need to do that? What do we need to do?
1: Shpagoober interrupts and he goes, okay, first of all, that's freaking awesome, Ro. That's
0: so cool. <laughs> oh, thank you, Shpagoober. My,
1: my adventurers are so powerful. That sounds like a good idea to me. What was the question you got uh,
2: Never mind. I'm trying to figure out spells. Okay. We've, we've decided that I can't use Entangle like in the ocean, right? What? Can I use Entangle in the ocean and just carry Craig along?
1: Actually, I don't think that's what the spell entangled does. Is that what this spell entangled does?
0: I wait, that. I have an idea. She makes difficult terrain. I want right? to go with what I have an idea. With what
1: Rose said she was gonna do. So we okay, can get to the Okay, I have shore. two.
0: I have I have two ideas, real quick, you guys. I can either do the teleportation thing, which will take more out of me, than if I do this other thing, which I could take the vines that I always keep on my loot, and um, I could make them grow, and Craig could. W- walk across them the Does plant growth to go for troll. 100 feet? 150 feet.
1: What do I know?
2: Hey, Landon, do you use summon fey to summon the sharks?
1: I use summon creature and I don't have it prepared. <laughs> oh,
2: I have summon fey with that. Does that, what is, does summon fey summon... <laughs> so you could summon a
1: fey, <laughs> specific fey creatures from the monster manual. I, I think...
0: Ro just cast plant growth and and on her vines and there's like a there's like a foot of vines that she casts all the way to the beach and they hook onto the beach somehow and well, you walk across Let's it. talk about
1: that a little more. So okay. Ro, you walk over to the edge of the boat. Okay, wait, um, are you
0: saying this won't work? Should I not do oh, it?
1: Mm, that's not how our campaign works. Um, wait, do never you mind. do this? No.
0: No, no, no. She does not know, Jackie. Goes, it kind of sounded like no, you said wait, you did it. No, she's about to do it and then she goes, you know what? I don't think this will work. And she casts with pur- and purple and green swirls up and it kind of creates like a rectangular like opening, like a door shape almost. Oh, sick! And it's purple and green and she grabs Craig's arm and says, Craig, let's go! And she steps through it and now she's
1: on the beach where That's, she saw it. Okay, but freaking <laughs> sick! That's the first fourth level spell of this campaign, y'all. Yeah. That's the four, first fourth level spell. So, Ro, um, you uh, uh, you do you play the musical intro of um, uh, Doctor Who on your lute? <laughs> yes. Um, there's Perfect. There's just like like sort of like roughly a telephone booth shaped like door goes like whoosh. like so. At first, in the middle of the air, there's this. And it's purple point and green. Of purple and green, and it goes a line downward and then it goes and burns apart and all there's there's nice. all this purple and green swirling light and Row, you grab craig's arm and he goes huh what and you like the two of you like are pulled forward he's kind of amazed though and roe and craig step into it and it's it's a, the the portal is just a single thin line and you watch every bit of them that walks through it's like they're dematerializing into it they're just dissipating and disappearing into it and then as they pass through the door closes and then on the beach, hundreds of feet away, and they step out. Greta, I can do something and, cool like that and too. And
0: Ro goes. And Ro goes. Come on, guys, we don't have all day. And you guys <laughs> cannot
1: hear her because she's more than a hundred feet away on the beach. No. <laughs> I, I want to. Zachary, can I? Can I do something? Um, how far can I move? Up? If I do flame sphere, how far? <laughs> how far can I move it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> How many feet can you move it around? Yeah, I can move it around, but it's no, like, how in many one feet turn. can you move it around? Uh, oh, 60 feet. Okay, never mind. We're, hold on, hold on. How long does the spell last? It lasts. It's a minute, right? For um, for uh, up to a minute. Yeah, you up can do that very easily. I can move it to oh, the beach. Oh, you can do the thing? Yeah, I was going to move it to the beach. Y'all just. Okay, so. <laughs> So Rohan <laughs> Ro and Craig disappear. I don't want to th- put it next to them though. Roan, yeah, sure, sure. I believe uh, Ro and Craig disappear through the portal. Ro waves her hand from really far away and y- yeah, it looks like she's saying something. <laughs> Boz, what are you doing? <laughs> I I Craig laughs at my joke. I say Craig. Does not. I, I say Abby, I think. I, oh, Abby. I say, Grett, I think we can top that. What do you think? Yeah. Okay, so I I throw my sphere thing over there on the beach. And this ball, this five foot diameter ball of s- flame pops up on the beach burning and um i say you ready and i reach out my hand to, to greta yeah she takes it i don't want to say she takes it but abby said she takes it so <laughs> but um and then i cast uh flame stride oh my goodness and me and one other willing creature this is a homebrew spell that zach made i can teleport to any visible source of flame visible source oh, of flame and so uh in a burst of fire that extends for five feet so in sick. all directions of us, we just appear on the beach in, like, an Avengers pose.
3: Yeah. This um, is
2: crazy! <laughs> Look, I'm, and, like, standing on your shoulder. <laughs> uh,
1: yes, we're, like, doing this <laughs> cool. we got to practice that some other time, because we should, like, do that, like, in that battle. That happened on the ship on the way there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, okay, Greta, get on my shoulders. Get on yeah. my shoulders, get on my shoulders. And we just, like, pop up on the beach and, like... <laughs> okay, <laughs> so... So... <laughs>
0: Jeff. Honestly, I feel like this is something that Roe and Boz do now is like they try to one
1: up each other with
0: the like their magic. So Roe
1: kept dimension door. And then momentarily after, Boz, you you grip your uh your staff and all the leaves growing out like halfway up out of the um stem and like sort of blooming at the top. Um, the uh the like vascular tissue, the tiny little lives of lines of the leaves, all of them light up orange, red. And like it looks like the leaves are burning from within and this on the top of the gem like swirls red and then this little ball of fire uh, like fires out from the staff. And as it does, it just grows in the air. Rolling across the water. And as it goes rolling out over the ocean, it's evaporating ocean water as it passes over it. So there's this cloud of steam rising up behind it until eventually it like rolls all the way to the beach and just just burning across the sand of the beach row like a hundred feet to your right or 50 or something there's just a ball of fire rolling around and as it gets to the beach it's so hot it's starting to turn just a very thin line right below it of of sand into glass
3: and it gets like
1: onto the beach and then as it lands there for a moment boz extends out his hand you know like like you said she takes it and as as he says that um you guys like for just a moment the thinnest line of you know how like when you're lighting a candle just at the base there's just like an empty space and the gas begins burning above it from the heat just the edges Mm -hmm. of your being all over you like like sort of like a force field over you there's just this like tiny thin line of this faintest color of flame just spread spreads over you and you guys get sucked up to no point and there's just a puff of smoke where you were and then on the beach the flaming sphere explodes into a separate like detonation, detonation of fire, just, and there's this like three foot wide glass disc, all like fractured and broken out on the on the ground where the 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 sand was like crystallized. And and uh, Tello is there, Boz is there, like fist down in the like doing a an Avengers hero pose. And Greta, you're just on his shoulder, like daughter on father's shoulder, like hooked there. And then Boz stands up with a staff. Oh, wait, Tello's still over there. And then yeah. Tello, 100 feet away yeah, on the beach, uh, on the ship goes... <laughs> 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 and he sits there for a couple minutes, putting things in the back, tightening them up so it's waterproof, Aww. puts that under his arm, and he goes, That's all right, Tello. Somebody has to be that guy. And he just puts his hands together Aww. and <laughs> dives into the water. And then he swims. It's like Hawkeye in that One Avengers movie. <laughs> and then he swims. And then he swims. And then he swims. <laughs> And about like eight minutes later, he gets to the shore and he's just going, really cool magic, everyone. I pressed the (laughs) digitatum. You you whistle and all the water pulls off and he goes, thank you, Ro, and not anyone else. (laughs) Stretches. And he goes, all jokes aside, that's just pretty amazing, Buzz. He's like stretching on the shore. Thanks, I would have taken you, but you know, Greta, itty bitty, ocean really large, and you kind of large, so... I'm just, just saying math, I took
0: Craig and geometry. he probably weighs more than goes, anyone so. guys
1: it's fine it's it's not <laughs> even like I'm good at stealing or anything I bet this will be fine uh what <sighs> um so she's guys, has, she's I, had to go west right we there's go a west we I the really road. the wind pulls uh, by and goes I, I thought really... you said we <laughs> okay Jackie <laughs> I sorry just,
0: I just really hope that like we don't run into any Kevkins you guys because we're kind of getting a little show-offy with our magic today and, and I've I'm a little bit, um, I wouldn't say exhausted yet,
1: but I don't Craig have as much in uh, me now. Craig just lifts up an arm and goes, well, some magic never runs out. He just like kisses uh, one of his biceps and Tello uh, uh, just goes, oh, ah, ah, Michael, why would bad, you? Bad, bad Craig. <laughs> Tello yeah, just goes, come on, Michael. Uh, come on, Michael. Michael. <laughs> <Micah. laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Tello just goes, throws <laughs> <laughs> up a little in his mouth and he goes, Anyway, um, North, right?
0: Wait, wait! I know North. I know North. You guys, I know it really well. Rose says in her accent. Rose says
1: excitedly, even though all of you guys know that you've come to the South Shore. So just anywhere straight forward is North. Uh, I think it's um, that way. Yeah. I point the wrong direction and give Rose the opportunity to show us the right way to go. Do I know that he's? Yes. Yeah. We don't yeah. need to roleplay this moment any Deception. further. Check. I have so many more notes today. Okay. 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 We we walk. The yeah, party walk. walks. I roll my eyes and walk. Um, <laughs> I cast beast detection. Um, what? I'm just going dis- to... Okay. okay. I was going to say, I don't know that spell. <laughs> um, and uh, five footprints of wildly varying sizes <laughs> um, begin How how, how tall was the prince? No. Begin treading their way through the white sand shore. I don't deserve this, y'all. the prince? Begin treading their way through the white sand shore. And um, you guys leave this, like, brief and passing mark on this... Uh, Telethian Southern Beach. and That's um, the end of the episode. Uh, no, I'm, just, I'm sorry, Zach. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. Keep going. Genuine... What, if, what if the whole hour episode was just getting to the shore? <laughs> we spent an wow. hour getting outside the opalescent toe one time. That's true. So that's true. not
2: wrong. This might seem like a silly question, but I am genuinely curious. What's the weather like? And what do the plants look? Is
1: like Is it like a jungle or like a forest? Yeah. I, I would love to describe it. No, nope. Jackie. I swear. I was no. no more spells I was right just now. Gonna, okay. I was no. Just gonna, it's
0: a cantrip just to see what the weather is. Okay, <laughs>
1: cast, cast, cast druidcraft.
0: I was just gonna cast druidcraft so we know what the weather is gonna be like. Okay. You can describe everything. That's easy. I just.
1: <laughs> okay. So what does it look like when you cast druidcraft?
0: It's just I. I, I strum a little thing and a purple and green orb floats above my hand, okay. and it tells me the weather. So <laughs> um, Rowan, it like? just goes
1: um, <laughs> and as this little um orb appears in the air, um, there's a voice that sounds a lot like Siri, and it goes um.
0: Wait, does it really talk? I thought it just <laughs> like know, tells me in it. my head. And the orb okay. goes um.
1: Uh, <laughs> the weather is sunny with a high of 75. Wow. And then um, the orange, <laughs> okay, Reliant K, disappears, and uh, you guys look around and you go, "Yeah, that sure does look like a sunny day with pleasant weather."
0: I'm pretty sure Druidcraft is supposed to tell me the weather for the next seven days, but I'll let this one slide. <laughs> Let's look at the player's <laughs> handbook, shall we? Oh boy!
1: Hold oh on, golly! Flipping. I thought it was the next 24 hours. I'm sorry. Maybe it was 24. Like hours. hours. I think yeah. you're right.
0: Hours. I think it's turning I think it's, it's 24, 24 hours. It's not seven days. You're right. It's, oh, it's the next the, day. The it's 24 it
1: hours. Um, druidcraft. 24 hours. Looks like it's gonna be hours. sunny and fair. Um, <laughs> so sick. you guys tread up the beach and you begin making your way up dunes. And as you guys move forward, um, yes. Oh my goodness, no. <laughs> dork. <laughs> 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 Timothy Charlemagne bursts out from no! the sand. Um, <laughs> but as you're yeah. walking forward, first of all, um, the white sand all around you. There's these circular stones, or sort of like ovular, um, in the sand. And as you guys begin treading by, all of them pop up, <laughs> and they're crabs. Oh! With um one large crab and one small one, and the left small uh claw is like bright red on half of them and then like a dull uh purple on half of them. And on the ones with the dull purple claw, the right claw is smaller. And um they pop up out of the sand and begin scattering to other places and burrow down and like look like rocks out of there. I'm curiously so scribbling in a notebook grab one. of some kind, like yeah, the details I was of the fucking world Can I
2: try and grab
0: one? Can yeah.
2: Heck
1: yeah. Um okay, well actually if you want to do that you have to sit there and observe. So you have to take the time to, like, stop them. Oh, I, I can't want just to look try at and grab say, oh, a I purple one. No, you have to, like, sit there and watch them for a little bit. Oh, okay. Can I There's try and grab people. a purple one? Um, but I'd like both of you guys to make uh, general dexterity checks.
3: Okay. Or acrobatics,
1: if you like. Um, Boz, do, do you... I mean, you can. You can take the time to observe I'm me. actually curious how long does it take, because I remember when we saw the squid, I was like, they're just jumping Oh, that's jumping true. I just flavored us. it as seeing it. You know what? Yeah, I... that's more fun, right? Um. Uh, <laughs> I got
0: a 12. Okay. I got so a Ro tries to grab a purple one. Jeez, Greta.
1: I gotta what what is it? Oh, I'm not trying to catch them. I'm not crazy. <laughs> um, Boz, as <laughs> as Ro and Greta break off from the group and begin chasing small crabs around. And also for the record, Ro does this for minutes and just misses them. They're so fast. They keep getting away from them. Oh, I'm like um, scanning the perimeter to see. I'm like, if anything Bro, you've
3: gotta the- go fast!
2: I'm trying, Greta! You
1: stand there and you watch the crabs, and um, as you observe them for quite some time, we'll talk about a stat block later. Um, Crab (laughs) block. Um, Money.
2: Um, there's I'm a lot of dead. ecology jokes
1: I can make right now um, Greta what does it look like as you successfully capture one of these tiny lightning fast crabs so
2: I think for a minute or like it takes her a little bit to get the I titled of this it, session correctly but Greta is pretty good at catching things she's had a lot of practice I think eventually she kind of like does a little sneaking and I think she does like a dive and surprises one of them
1: okay so I Ro, love this you're running around like a normal person Gra- oh, trying to catch me? crabs if that's a thing okay. a normal person can do Greta yeah. gets down on all See. fours and just kind of flattens herself <laughs> yeah. out of the sand. Yeah. And she does this for like a couple minutes, and one of the crabs like gets comfortable and walks by and she just like cat pounces on it. And as you I grab have a it question. As you grab it, sharp, <laughs> like hard shell. Yeah, you're holding a crab. It's um squirming in your hand, and uh it's pretty big in your hands. It's like a it's like a baseball size in your hands. And the legs are sharp and they're pushing against you. And um, you know what? Let's just make an attack roll. What? What's crazy? Is that a crit? 16. Okay. You take a single point of oh. piercing damage <gasps> as uh, it's one of those crabs with the large pincers. Ah. And it reaches out and just grabs one of your fingers and squeezes really hard. And it hurts.
2: Uh, but you're Aww. holding a crab. Uh, I'm going to say, ah! Oh.
1: Okay. It's just sitting there squeezing your finger, which is slowly turning oh. purple. Oh, <laughs>
2: Can I detach it from my finger and just hold it like so that I'm not like this?
1: Sure, make a strength check. <laughs> make yeah, strength. Maybe
2: oh dang.
0: I like where this is. Greta going. Greta, do you think you could take one of those and like pierce my ears with it? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a seventeen.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah, you overcome the crab and you pull it off your finger. It's, it's just sort of like and it, what it does is it lays one uh one pincer flat over its it's like sort of uh, ventral side, it's front. It leaves the other one over it and it covers almost its whole body and it retracts its eye stalks back into its head and it folds Aww. all its legs in and it looks like a little rock. Aww. And you're holding Aww. it in your hand. A rock, crab. Look at my rock Hey, Tello, do you want to get I on the head a crab. And, uh, uh, I'm Tello sure is like 100, 100 feet ahead on a
0: sand dune. I do have a question just for Abby. Did you take, did you bring the staff with you? Yes. Just out
1: of curiosity. Yeah. Okay, cool. just wanted to know tell them, pause you're like 200 feet ahead at the crest of a sand dune and from your vantage point you can see maybe a quarter or half mile of sand dunes in front of you and eventually the sand um, sort of gives away and there's these um, tall thin tube like bunch grasses maybe like two or three feet high and little um, little sort of uh, groupings all over the place with these tiny white flowers coming off of them and there's all these small um, hummingbirds flitting back and forth between them (laughs) back and forth and um Eventually, this grass gives way to much denser, denser, smaller grass that just turns into like a sea of emerald in the distance, and uh, that gives way to like open, uh, sort of like uh, grassland ahead of you that you can see. It goes on for quite some distance. Beautiful. Yeah. Can I see the road at all? Or is that too far away? Um, you do not currently see one. It's probably further up ahead. Okay. Uh, do Greta and Row catch back up with the group? Yeah. Yeah. I give
2: my crab a little kiss and then I put him down with a little pat.
1: Crab, odds are evens. Evens. <laughs> you do get pinched on the lip.
2: It's okay. I forgive I forgive them. <laughs> Life is stressful.
1: One point of piercing. Okay. And your lip is cut. So you got to... <gasps> and it goes, you can pierce your hand. you're like pulling on your lip and you have to yank it off and put it down. And it just away in the hand. I look at all the dunes and how far we have to walk and look can tell and I say, we have a little bit of a trek, don't we? And Teller goes, it's going to feel good to start walking again. I'm sure you're tired, huh? From that long swim. Yeah. <laughs> I say, would you like some help? What, what do you mean? And I give him a, a sly look and I wild shape into a, a war horse. Oh, oh, oh. That's so cool! And it looks wow. a lot like the Kefkin one that got killed by Dolgo. <laughs> Okay, so, Boz, you squeeze your staff, all the all the leaves turn black, and then you just, oh, like, sick. your your form gets sucked together really rapidly, and all your colors smear and redistribute into the large form of just a warhorse, black and tall, with a thick mane that just pounds its, its hooves into the sand and whinnies, and you are suddenly there, and Tello goes, that's weird, but pretty awesome. <laughs> and, Wait, uh, you
0: guys, oh, go ahead.
1: And you guys walk up, and Boz has turned into a horse. Do they hey, know that it's that? me? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay, they know that it's me. And Tello uh, Telo, like, grabs onto the mane and hoists himself up and clowns on and he goes, oh, bear back. You uh, guys. I keep walking. Oh, sorry, Rose saying something.
0: Oh, I was just saying, how long What? How long did they say we were supposed to be walking? Where are we going? How I thought, far away are
1: we the going? said, I think we're going north toward the highway.
0: Yeah. But how long of a walk is it? Your you horse?
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, horse... I can't just speak with animals <laughs> no. online. Do you animal. actually? No. no.
0: Okay. We, didn't Although, bring, well, no. Mm-hmm.
2: we didn't bring any kind of like provisions, so I hope it's not too long. Did she say how long well, it
1: was? Well, Balls has good berry. That's true, but like... That's no, true. I don't. <laughs> not right now. No, the horse like shakes its head back and forth.
2: <laughs> but like we don't have like any kind of traveling stuff. I guess... Well, can, I mean, I, I got, can, can I say that I brought like just basic provisions.
3: Traveling yeah, stuff? Shpuguber yeah, like could have like, e-
1: easily outfitted you all with like a day's um, bread and basic like hard tack and yeah. dried fish that would last you guys two days. So, some basic provisions. Well, and do you guys
0: think, do we know if it's going to be like a two-day walk or something?
1: Craig goes, I don't know. How far, <laughs> starts can,
0: how far can we see?
1: Oh, uh, the distance is quite flat. So, you know, a horizon.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a lot.
1: Craig's walking. I'm walking too. I the horse Craig. begins. Pff, pff, pff. I'm like, I like, there's a lot of space on me, but I can't I say could, that because I'm a horse. There's clearly um, a lot of space on the horse.
0: But I could make us, well, ha, who else could fit on, the? who else could fit on balls? And then I could cast a uh, long strider on two of us.
1: Um. So Craig goes, uh, oh, me, 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 me. And Teller goes, uh, of course. And he uh, <laughs> leans down and helps pull Craig up and it's pretty comical cuz he has to like work at it for a while cuz Craig is so heavy but Craig eventually gets hold of your neck and just sort of muscles slowly muscles himself up and Tello gets him on front and Craig's in front and uh uh Tello goes I think we could fit one more person up here Well I don't want to be Well do I don't
0: want to wanna... Yeah you... Well, do
2: uh, you have you... the energy to cast
1: strider
0: <laughs> Yeah I can I can cast it on on both you and I. I yeah. Tello just
1: leans forward and whispers into your boss, Do you think it's rude if we um if we just like yeehaw and leave them behind? I like get on my high. I hear button, this. Okay. And I charge forward. Okay, and then and then horse boss
0: just No That's so rude. Okay, so everything in our
1: campaign becomes racist. For what it's worth, I'm running forty feet. Yeah. The horse is going fast. You're running fast. 40 feet? No, is it 60 okay. feet? I know, but I'm keeping it from going as fast oh, okay. as I can because oh, okay. that's with long so, short, that's as fast as they can run. Okay.
0: Oh, thank you. Landon, you're so, so the horse high. is galloping. Okay, so, so um, what is your normal speed, Greta? 30? 25? Yeah. I think. No, you're yeah, known. 25.
1: Yeah. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, really? Mine's 30.
0: Okay. She's itty so I, I cat. I pick up because I want to flavor this because the components are dirt, so and, I reach down. I reach down and grab some dirt off the ground and throw it in Greta's face. <laughs> which I feel like would be surprising yeah.
3: from Ro. Yeah, there's sand somewhere in yeah. the face.
0: I pick it up, and I, then, I reach down I'm
2: surprised, but then I pick up some sand and I rub no. more on my face.
0: Okay. So I do that and I quickly strum a couple chords and purple and green uh like vine like things like wrap around your feet. <gasps> Like ethereal like vines wrap around your feet, That's and now cool. you can walk thirty-five, and I can walk forty. Nice.
1: Okay, so as you have Nike Free vines on your feet, um, <laughs> and uh, uh, Ro, you have the same. You guys begin walking, and as you like move forward, the ethereal vines pull toward the ground and pull your foot toward the mm. ground. Take another step, and they pull you, and they pull you, and you start going faster and faster. And you like you start walking, and oh, oh, Granite, you're fast. Speed. speed you are speed. Speed. and you begin like <laughs> and like as you start running like the sand gets kicked up behind you oh, and sick. it's like a little sonic the hedgehog moment just That's forward <laughs> and you guys are suddenly moving at the speed of like a car in a residential area just <laughs> <laughs> through you the drive 35
2: in residential areas
1: okay and the horse oh, is going 35 nearby feet? it's 40 in garland oh. anyway so feet you guys are going fast <laughs> you guys go fast for a while Time passes.
2: Do we see a road? I'm, I'm, I'm perceiving so hardly for a road, man. I want to see.
1: At some point, Yay! you all continue on in this way for quite some time. Eventually, the spell ends. You have to go back to walking, and you guys carry on like this, um, for an afternoon, um, green, meadow, and just pasture all around you as far as you can Ooh. see. Um, the grass is soft, and it's filled with many tiny forbs, which are just plants that aren't grasses, essentially and um, there's all sorts of purple and yellow and white flowers blooming all around you and insects are kicked up all around you as you all move forward and just beautiful topaz sky overhead and um, clouds gently lazily strolling across the sky and eventually um, as you all go and go and go maybe like five hours later uh, maybe stop a couple times for some water and some food but five hours later up ahead of you eventually you all see a road Um, it's about 20 feet wide all just compacted dirt worn into a road by those who have traveled it. And uh, grass is sort of encroaching at every edge of it and stamped out, tracked through by um, uh, wagon wheel tracks and and, uh, horse and pedestrian tracks that have stamped out the grass and maintained the road just through sheer weathering of force. And there's this um, this dirt highway that reaches from one end as far as you can see to the east and then starts curving sharply, sharply northward up toward the west.
0: Is Boz still a horse?
1: How long does it last for? Not six hours, so at some point it ends. I can do it two times, though. Okay, so for... Is it two hours or one hour that you can wild shape? Let me see. But while that's happening, uh, Ro, what was your question? Well,
0: in a... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, I was... Uh, well, I was asking if he was still a horse, but I was also going to say, is there anybody... Do we see anybody on this road?
1: Like,
0: uh, uh, do we no. see
3: people? No, no, it's,
1: it's barren and open. There's no one? Mm-hmm.
0: Any animals? Any, like, wild horses?
1: Uh, no. No, it's just a really <laughs> big, open highway.
0: Do we know which way to go on the highway? Well, he, said, um, he You said, were
1: told north, and your keen mind would remember that.
3: North on the oh, highway? Oh,
1: actually, I could do six hours exactly with my druid level. Okay. So, six hours, you could be a horse. Yeah. So, of course, of course. The road goes, goes north? Yes.
2: I thought we it could so also
1: that? go southeast, depending on which way you go. Left or right.
2: So we're like traveling north and then there's a road that... Okay, this. Okay. Intersexual. Cool. So.
1: Do I know which direction goes to the capital based on her instructions from earlier? North. All right. So I go that way. Yeah. With Tello and Craig and... So, I'm not a horse as we get to the road. About the time, you, uh, right, like right kind of handling right <laughs> as you guys get to the road, um, Boz just sort of like suddenly shifts back into a person. And all of a sudden, Craig and Tello hurt? come tumbling off. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tello nails his dexterity save and just a three-point lands. Craig just pff, face plants to the ground. And he gets up and he goes, I'm okay. And he gets up and wipes dirt from grass out of his beard. Sorry, guys. That's all I got in me for horse Boz today. Tello goes, no, that's pretty incredible. <laughs> Sorry you had How to swim How feel so to far. be a
0: horse, Boz?
1: It uh, feels like I love apples and like I want to steal.
0: <laughs> Interesting. You want to steal? Yeah. What's your favorite animal you've ever wild-shaped into? Like, what do you enjoy being the most?
1: Uh, when I morphed into that bird and pooped on Craig, that was the best moment of my mm, life. That was so. a great moment. Craig oh, goes,
0: Craig told was me about you? that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Surprise, Craig. Oh, never that mind. Craig me. didn't tell me about that. Greta did.
1: <laughs> and um, you guys just start walking down the highway. You're is... starting to encroach. All the bones are high. highway. No, not all the bones. <laughs> I'm going to walk it. Rose
0: starts playing it on her. <laughs> As a
1: horse. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. That's Longstrider. That's the song you play for Longstrider.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes.
1: Retroactively, yes. Um, um and the group walks what uh what, ta- what do we what
2: well, do we see i, I don't know what yeah. time it is
1: but what like, time is, is it the what sunset? time is it now six hours from 11 or something so it's probably <laughs> five <laughs> o'clock <laughs> yeah 30. it's like five <laughs> okay. um the okay. sun is beginning to dip in the sky but just it's the long summer brownly. days of bjalkanath oh so it's daylight savings here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so the sun Guys, is it's just starting starting to dip in the evening
0: oh, look at that sun. Do we, need to, do we need to bed down for the evening? Or do I we think need we've to got like another hour. Yeah, what do you guys want to do? We've got another
1: hour. We made okay. the, we made the mistake of trying to bed too early on our last trek and almost killed 10,000 people.
3: Um, yeah. You did so what night? Craig do that like again.
1: genuinely hangs his head and looks down.
3: Aww.
1: We don't want to talk about it. We're just going to keep walking. Oh, wait, but you
0: guys don't have those rings anymore. I remember you telling you me about that. You never know. You so never know what we're can gonna happen. Basla's in his pocket where he
1: secretly has the rings that he stole. He just goes, my precious. I'm just kidding. He doesn't happen. That was a joke. Tello goes. I think Um, we could probably go for another hour or two. Yeah, in the camp. You guys are already getting tired. No,
0: I just I wanted to make sure everyone else was okay and like you know I'm I'm enjoying the sunset. You know I always say enjoy the little things. Ah. You guys, all the
1: small
3: things.
1: (laughs) 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 Um, and the group strolls, strolls and strolls. Um, I cast long strider again on. Do you actually? Yeah, I cast it. I. That's sick. Well, I can only cast it on one myself, so...
0: I'll cast it on me and Greta again.
1: I know there's five of us. I'd have to use a, a, a third-level spell to cast it on the rest of us.
0: Yeah, but you guys have higher than me and Greta, don't you?
1: Uh, That's right, because Craig, Tello, me, so that's three, mm-hmm. and Longstrider is one person per level. Yeah. Right? I think so. Tello, do you happen to have that spell? Tello goes... No, but I can make a big slick of grease. Maybe you run into it and slide. We could slip
0: fun. and slide. That would be fun.
1: A what? Um,
0: like a like a you slip into it and then you slide down it. I just thought of that in my head now. I
1: I'm you just gonna I'm just gonna not do that. Okay. The group walks. Okay. <laughs> and uh, resist the urge to cast more spells. Um, and it's just pleasant. Um, you guys have done a lot of sailing, but for the first time, you guys are just sort of out and about in some nature, and uh, it's gorgeous. All around you are just vast, vast open lands of green grasses, pale, um, but vibrant green that's dotted with um, sort of like a thousand little, it looks like constellations of stars all over the fields, mm. and um, the uh, the sky begins to grow a little bit more velvety, deeper hue, It begins to be a little bit of purple at the edge of the horizon as the sun dips lower, and um, the clouds begin to grow a little bit more sparse, and um, there are occasionally um, really quick hares will dart around in fields, and uh, <sighs> birds will go darting overhead, and there's just really pleasant noises from all around you. And in fact, Zach actually has an audio track for this that he was testing at the beginning. <laughs> Is that the storm <laughs> one? Uh-oh.
2: It's well, battle. On
1: it's the right one. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. It's
2: the little things. A thousand million ants crawls <laughs> out of the ground and starts to attack you. Roll initiative.
1: <laughs> nope, that's a forest. <gasps> and um, uh, as you guys stroll and stride from all around you, um, the meadows begin to hum with what is actually a real term in ecology called um, the uh, dawn chorus. It happens at dawn, but sometimes also mm-hmm. at dusk where birds begin to sing the most mm. nearing, um, oh. the setting or rising of the sun. And, um, as you move forward, there's no forest, but there start to be small trans- stands of trees, um, sort of like a lovely broad oaks with thin and bright leaves and small groupings. And, um, uh, there are birds flitting back and forth from little bits to others. There's small glens of water. Narscana is a beautiful, comfortable land. And, um, at the very edge of your distant of your vision, you can see a deer, like, sort of run back and forth <gasps> between a stand oh. and disappear into another.
2: Is it similar to Halal?
1: It does, it's a little bit, the Halal is, um, the plants, like, nothing gets, like, kind of above waist height and mm-hmm. size, but there is, yeah, there is very much a real um, ecological feel and gentleness of the Halal. Nice. So it reminds you of home, Greta, and many, many long, pleasant memories of strolling.
0: Yeah, lots of walking. Hey, Hey, guys. It's about to be dark. Did anyone remember to, like, I don't know, learn a spell that casts light this time?
1: I have, I make my staff pretty bright. I
0: did. I oh, that's wait. true, that's I'll true. Oh, that's have... true, we got two staffs. Oh, and we can use torches because we're above water, never mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, torches work, not in water, so.
0: all <laughs> just had, like, this whole conversation just out loud and then just keeps walking in silence.
1: craig hey. got this. I'm sorry. I can I retroactively ask something? Sure. Back on the ship before we left, I I wanted I I had a thought and I didn't get a chance to ask, but I wanted to see if we could fit the jar of heart in Greta's cloak. Mm. Yes, it would fit easily. I would have asked you if we could bring it with us in your cloak, one of your pockets.
2: Yeah. Does uh, it does damn we do things the... that I add into my cloak change the weight?
1: No, okay. um, because they're uh, like pocket dimensions, yeah, yeah. but at some point they'll reach capacity. Yeah. So what is the current inventory of the cloak?
2: Um, people have been taking stuff in and out. So if everybody
0: has their stuff...
1: I'll tell you what, during break, we can figure that out. Yeah. Cool. We won't labor over it now. I have the chest with the little thing we're carrying Okay, I was with like, me. did we bring it? But so the jar part is with yeah. us, and so it I is chose. in Greta's cloak. Yeah. And it's an eyebrow and turns smiles. Greta and so <laughs> he goes... cha 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 saw him this be so much cooler if I... you well I'm not speaking real French so if you speak French listener <laughs> deal with it um or be flattered <laughs> I don't know however you feel about it and um, you understand you know what make an intelligence check oh this I like I know it's not real sounds but this is making me First so time? relaxed listening to this
0: yeah it's very peaceful
2: 21.
1: I've been waiting for you guys to get in nature for so mm. long. 21. Greta, you have to, like, yes, uh, fall. And you remember, you, like, put it together. You just fully understood what Rose, what us said. He, he clearly said it a little slowly. But he said, "Um, it's been so long since I've been in somewhere this nice. Um, hmm. The sunset is like a song. And he's just smiling, looking around. If you want, you could try to construct a sentence back.
2: Yeah. Let me think about what to say.
1: And, uh, Ro and or Greta and Tello are just speaking something that, they're cl- speaking in Sinian and none of you all can understand it. <laughs> and Craig just goes, um, wee wee hon hon baguette. <laughs> Aha, baguette, yes. Hey balls, do you know any giant? I know six languages, but that's not one of them.
0: Six? No, never mind. Tello raises
1: an eyebrow, that's pretty impressive. That is pretty cool though For being from an isolated island I do get around a little bit Pretty wild actually (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't make a lot of sense Nope
2: I'm going to try and say back In like broken insinia I'm going to say It's like everything is Happening all at once And the sound is like a painting And the colors are like a song
1: Okay Okay Where is the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Donde esta el baño?
1: 13. Okay. Um, so you go, And this continues for a time. until he's nodding and, <laughs> and he looks confused. <laughs> he nods. And he goes, Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot all at once. Do you have to go to the bathroom? Or... <laughs>
2: No, and he just smiles. And goes,
1: you're, you're getting good. You're getting good.
2: Thanks.
1: And uh, he's just getting a really relaxed air, and it's it's peaceful out here. And um, the uh, sun is setting lower and lower, and it's starting the the sky is kind of turning a whole velvety purple, going mm-hmm. a deep black at one edge. And there's starting to be little pinpricks of silver in the sky as stars are starting to dot, and um, the sun is beginning to dip below the horizon, and um, the dir- the birds are starting to turn into like dark smears. You can't see in the dark, just sort of like pads of movement. But the bugs are just getting louder and louder and louder all around you. And Talo goes, "Are we looking for a place to bed down?" Yeah, if hour hours gone by Zach after yeah. Then, then, yeah, I think, I think it's a good time. Um, I'll take first watch if y'all want. All right, I could also.
0: Oh, I was just gonna suggest you wanna take I second. Could... Well, no, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna cast the hut around us, and
1: that is a good idea.
0: That way no one could get in, hmm. and it it lasts for eight hours, so we could all sleep.
1: That's nothing. Awesome. I, I like that. Yeah. Sounds like a good idea. So no one needs to keep watch?
0: Uh, I mean, I don't think so. No one can get in for eight hours, as long as we all stay in the
1: circle.
2: How big is the circle again?
1: It's at Lehman's Tiny Hat is more than enough for all of you. Okay. I yeah. say we do it. Get a good night's sleep. And I hear the temperature inside stays the same. At least it felt like that way in the storm.
0: Yeah, I can I can keep it pretty mild. I can lower the lights so we can all get to good nights first.
1: Wow.
2: Can I lay like half, just like DM, can I lay like half in, half out?
1: So, Ro, you cast the hut, right?
0: Yeah, I do the same thing I've done before where it like starts swirling around me. Okay, there's this...
1: And... and it like sort of like... like um the grass begins like sort of twisting around in a circle on a perimeter. And as it does, um, all these bugs fly up and off of the edges of their wings, like purple and green lights, sort of like sinews together and swirls up into this dome that like crystallizes and forms so opaque that you can see kind of barely into it. But as you all begin walking in, you can see very clearly out completely transparent going outward. Mm-hmm. And, um, Ro just strums, this is home by Switchfoot on her lute. And you guys, yeah. uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm just making jokes. Um, sure. You all pick spots in this room enough for all of you. Greta, do you choose to be half in and half out? I mean, you can. Easily.
0: I remind Greta that as she's sticking her head in and out, I go, Greta, just so you know, if, you, if you're if you out of it, then, um, I mean, you know, if someone comes up or something, mm-hmm. they could, you know, I mean, they can't come in with us, but you'll be exposed.
2: Yeah. I'll probably, I, it's such a nice evening. I might hang outside for just a little bit and then come in, but I'll, I'll sleep okay. inside the hut. Thank you.
1: Tello gets a bright smile on his face and he goes, you know what's Greta? that? sounds really nice. Um, yeah. Unless I'm interrupting. No. I'd love to do a little outdoor camping.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he sort of like lays out his bedroll on the outside and, um, uh, there's like sort of fluttering all around you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Little insects go flying up out of the grass and find other places further away from you all. And uh, slowly but surely, as the sky washes out of color, just an ocean of stars appear above you. And um, you all can see the two heavy dense bands of color, one that stretches all the way across the sky, another from a small direction, as you all always know it to do so, because in a level that, that your characters will never comprehend, there's the galaxy that Yavin sits inside of, and then the near galaxy in the distance. Far closer than most galaxies would be to each other. that um, is another band of color, incomprehensible to you all, but far distant stars and uh, the constellations are all above you. What
2: color is it? It's
3: just um, like a oh, much white like stars. the Milky Way.
1: Okay. Yeah. Thick white and bluish. Yeah. And uh, Craig goes, You know everyone, I uh, <laughs> and he's out. I have
2: a feeling that was gonna be something like sweet and pleasant from him.
1: But he does spend an hour uh, writing in his journal before he goes to sleep. Aww. I dim, mm. I dim my staff light and I lay okay. down on my bedroll and I go to sleep too. You, um, poof, poof, in your bedroll, you can see the stars up above you and the uh, staff dims and if your eyes flit over it to a couple times, you can see that um, it almost looks like the constellations are reflected inside the gem just vaguely sort of mm.
3: as
1: it falls asleep. And you can see that a number of insects have are like starting to climb all over the staff, move in, in and out of the branches and on the leaves Hmm. Ro, do you go to sleep
0: yeah I I cast plant growth and make a little meadow bed roll
1: okay and uh all the all the plants grow together you lay down on them and um everyone goes to sleep except for uh Tello and Greta for a bit and um you guys just passed a long, quiet time looking upward. Twi'lo and Twi'la are getting quite close now. Um, they're closer and closer in the sky. The one bigger moon, the one smaller. They're getting ever closer in the sky. Mm-hmm. Tella just looks up at them and smiles. He's just sitting quietly out there.
2: Yeah. I'm laying on my back looking up at the stars. And just like after.
1: It's breathtaking and so peaceful. And it mm-hmm. takes you back to a lot of very pleasant memories.
2: Yeah. yeah. she's going to. Sp- spend in this like kind of moment of of quiet I think it's it's easier I don't know Some just being in the prairie it's like easier to look at the stars and reflect and she I think she'll spend a little more time thinking about like her past and maybe like reflecting and remembering happy memories that might hurt a little bit now but she's gonna like Mm. spend some time it just, it yeah. The grass and the and the stars are comforting. And after a little bit of silence, she's gonna say, "It's just, it's somehow out loud to Tello." She's gonna say, I, "I, I, like looking at the stars on the boat, and I like looking at the water, but it's just, it's different, like on the ground, to look at the stars, and, I, and I'm not sure why."
1: You say that Tello lays down on his back too, looks up at the stars. He uh, waffles his fingers behind his head supports his neck with his arms out to the side and he looks up and he just goes (laughs) I'm not sure either but Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah.
2: like the ocean and the stars sometimes seem to like fight for attention you know because they're both (laughs) so breathtaking but like the grass and the the meadows and the stars just kind of they like work together maybe it's just because I've
1: it's almost sort of like the ocean's beautiful, but in an overwhelming way, mm-hmm. and this is just calm.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. In um, Astaliria, where I'm from. In Astaliria, where I'm from, uh, it's full of very tall trees. Mm. It's called the Boisha, In the uh, Bosha in the means the warm wood, because the temperature is ever fair there, and. Um, our homes are made in the trunks of gigantic trees that Robert. upward. My sister and I used to climb up into the boughs when we were young. She was the older. She taught me how to get all the way up into the canopy. Our parents didn't like it because it was quite dangerous, but you can see the stars out there. Mm. It felt like, um, I don't know what the heavens are like for the gods, but I imagine it's something like that. Yeah.
2: interesting because I I grew I didn't there were like no tall trees where I grew up but there were still stars which like duh but where you did know? you grow up I I grew up in the uh, Hilal
1: where is that oh God, in Zillium
2: in Zillium <laughs> it's the the huge open plains in Zillium my family was like a we we traveled around and and we're kind of like a trading. There's a, there's a lot of, of trading families in Zillium.
1: How is your childhood? I don't mean to pry, Greta.
2: That's okay. Greta, she thinks...
1: Well, I just... I like the thing we have. And um. I don't know. Let me know if I'm overstepping my bounds.
2: Greta thinks for longer than you should have to think. But she says, it, it was good. I, yeah, I, I think I wouldn't change it. But you know how, like, sometimes, like, I do something in the group and people are like, Greta, why are you holding that crab? <laughs> that happened a lot. Like, my family, my parents, and just, you know, they're mm. like, Greta, why are you rolling around in the dirt? Or, Greta, why are you... Why are you so interested in those bugs? You know? And there were a couple people who, like, really, I guess, like, supported that. But a lot of other people didn't understand why I was so curious.
1: I'm sorry. That must have been kind of hard.
2: It, it happens, you know? It's part of it's part of it. How about you?
1: It was good. It was really good. Um... I grew up with um, a little bit of means, good family, good parents. Yeah. to my sisters It's good.
2: Do you keep in touch with your sister?
1: Tell his eyes just kind of study the grass for a little bit. He's intently watching something that he can't see in the darkness. Yeah. He was quiet for like a long time. After a couple of minutes, you think maybe he's just not going to answer sort of takes a breath to start in and he goes no um, I don't know where she is hmm. I am uh, my mom gets sick and then um, when we were young adults but everyone got sick there was um, a bit of uh, disease that swept through for a little bit. Mm. Some people got it, some people didn't. And we had clerics, still as well, equipped, uh, but there's only so many. And some people were able to be helped and others weren't. Mm. And um, she died. Um, and, uh, you know, honestly, my childhood was really. of perfect and then all of a sudden it wasn't Mm. and um i have a really good dad um but uh he um he didn't handle he loved my mom a lot and um was very emotional and affectionate and uh, he didn't do really well when she passed. Mm-hmm. Um, and neither did my sister, who was very close to her. So, I don't know, my father just kind of shut down.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And my sister, um, my sister left. Mm-hmm. She just left. And all of a sudden I went from having this family and this life that I had planned to my mom was gone and my sister was gone and my dad was kinda gone too. And um uh, It felt like I kind of lost everyone at once. So I convinced myself that I would go get my sister back. So I set off from home (laughs) and let me tell you, I had no skills. Um, I heard she went north, so I went north. And long story short, I left my dad behind. And I've always kind of regretted that, you know? Mm -hmm. and um, I had some people checking on him but I don't really know how he's doing Um, but um, I just kind of went and tried to figure things out on my own and it didn't go so well
3: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) once upon a time I was a um, a student at a small magical school where I was from um, with a promising business to inherit. And all of a sudden I was a starving kid in and, um I started by stealing money from my dad to get money to go north. long story short um i ran out of job opportunities and i didn't have the common sense to just go ask for one anywhere and uh, it turns out when you have no options the brass company will reach out and uh, that's how i started there i did that for a while Really I regretted some things that I did there. I don't like hurting people, but I did. Um <clears throat> and it seems like ba- like Tello just kind of remembers where he is for a second and he goes, oh. But then uh someone from Le Bomaver noticed me. I went to a more civil organization. This was also before thinning was in charge in the south, so. Price company was even rougher and um, worked for them for a while and eventually they were doing business with um Chantal and he noticed me and I got hired on private and I've been sitting pretty ever since just goes back to looking at the stars
2: I just quiet for a little bit um, it's Scary how loss can take us to horrible places, and I I don't I don't know how to how to handle that. You know, it's scary. But I'm sorry that that happened.
3: Yeah, me too.
1: You know, Greta, I like you a lot. You keep kind of apologizing to everyone that you're weird, but um, I just think you're really honest. That's what I like about you.
2: Thanks, Tara. I'm glad that you're with us. <laughs> I'm glad that we dragged you along. Glad that we that you s- stuck around after our roping you in.
1: Tello stays kind of quiet and he just gives you a half-hearted smile and then he goes, I should should probably go to bed.
3: Yeah.
1: And he rolls up his bedroll and he doesn't say another word and he goes in the bubble. Mm
2: -hmm. Greta's gonna, she's gonna lay at the stars or look at the stars for a little bit more um and I think she's going to pull out like a, a parchment and, okay. and a quill and she's going to write a letter. Okay. And she's just going to write going to write a quick letter or she'll probably sp- maybe like an hour. Just kind of like half writing, half pondering. Um I think after like an hour or so she's probably going to fold up like a pretty they're pretty, like a full page, but you can't really read it because there's a lot of tear stains. Um, mm. And she's going to like pack up her stuff and, and go in the hut. Okay.
1: Tuck that away and put it in your inventory. Mm-hmm. All right. And otherwise, um, the sounds of, uh, of the Narskinen pasture to the south, um, grow dull and uh, the night fades into darkness into the safety of the dome and um, everyone falls asleep to the lulling sounds of Craig going <laughs> and uh, that fades away into the night <laughs> and um, Adventure 48 draws to a close Mm. Yay! <laughs> that's the end of Adventure Forty Eight. I'm going to say it confidently: the little things, because my title didn't get ruined. Woo. Um, I'm kind of sad I didn't get make any survival checks, because that's what I have my highest bonus in. But ah, whatever. Well, maybe at some point. Um, <laughs> whatever. And everyone gains zero point zero six levels. What is that? Seven point zero two.
2: Seven point zero two. Survival check, can I eat this grass?
1: You could do that. Let's let's close it out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we've had a, a pretty good amount of miscellaneous chatter this episode. Y'all, thank you for coming to Bible. Any, uh, do we have any logistics that we should be plugging right now? I don't know. Live show's passed. No, yeah, can't. live live show's passed. But uh, I think what the, the number one thing is that you can do to support the podcast, if you haven't already checked out our Patreon, is tell somebody that you care about that also likes D&D or maybe is new to D&D and you want to convince yeah. them to jump into this game with you, let them know about the podcast. Um, give us a follow or a like on our socials. We really love seeing people. Uh, there, yes. we recently had a really cool TikTok go viral, semi-viral, yeah, it got on the 40U Page our first
0: viral TikTok, so that's
1: exciting. You may have seen Zach. Uh, Zach has no comment. Uh, he, he was <laughs> quite popular. Um, but we'd also love to hear your favorite part of the episode. So leave us a review and let us know on the podcast platform of your choosing Me. what your favorite moment of this episode was. And um, yeah, thank you so much, Zach. You want to close it out? Well, I'll tell you what, listener, if you want to redeem my um, recalcitrant defiant inclusion in tiktoks just go into all of our videos and comment mm, raccoon <laughs> mm, uh-huh. please,
0: please on tiktok please please, i dare you too. i dare you that. listener
1: to just leave a review and say mm, yes raccoon. yes no. yes wait 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 listener if you have not left a review of barely d and d on spotify it. uh itunes anything just leave a review, five stars. But yeah, you know, whatever. But m- whatever m- you leave, yeah. just write m- m- raccoon. <laughs> please. How many M's please. is it? Is it three or four? There's three M's. Three hey, m- hey! Follow <laughs> your heart, listener. M-s. Follow your heart. As long as it's <laughs> m- raccoon.
2: M- raccoon. No other explanation. M-
1: raccoon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> life is an incredible story, and you are a very important part of it. We hope you're here next time. And all together now, Bye. Bye. Bye.